Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, he invented all these things. He had all these amazing uh, inventions and breakthroughs, but none of them supported him. And so he basically lost it all. None of them supported him because he, like, he needed a marketing agent. Like, he needed he everything. Needed, he needed... Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Science Pals. Welcome back to another episode of The Random Theory. I'm Grace. And I'm Josh. And together, we talk about strange things in the world. Strange science things. Strange science things. It's all good. Stranger things. Stranger... Ooh. We could be onto something here. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. You know how I love Stranger Things. That's, yes, uh, yes, one of my all-time, all-time favorite show, and the theme song is my ringtone and has been <laughs> since the first season. So, well, how you been? So, how you doing? Oh well, not much is uh, not anything too crazy is happening but still all good you were saying like the weather in new york is kind of trash right now is that uh it's actually sunny outside right now but it's gonna be bad yeah so the winds have shifted once again and it's gonna be a smoggy mess uh here from the canada wildfires they have not subsided they're still ripping so uh it's gonna be a little interesting with the holiday weekend coming up and you know when there's more dust particles and you have heat obviously so you have more evaporation happening what happens is those water molecules grab onto the smoke because it's debris essentially in the air and their dust particles and so when they grab onto those it allows clouds to form when those clouds form those water droplets all bunch together because they use the dust as a transport essentially and become clouds and then all the water droplets start grabbing each other and that's how you get your like rain thunderstorms all that good stuff Mm. so i'm very very curious to see how this weekend plays out because we're going into the july 4th holiday weekend yeah i'm very curious as to if there's going to be more thunderstorms like more than normal or if we'll get some more interesting rain or if it'll happen like off the coast. So I don't know. It's just very yeah. interesting. Something to like be aware of if you are uh, ever in like a dust storm or a dusty area or the air quality is really bad, you know, like thunderstorms can happen pretty easily. That was so, fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I had, you know, bonus, bonus pod right in the beginning of the pod about. Some yeah, weather. seriously. Yeah. And yeah. I'm traveling for the 4th of July this year. We're going to uh, Chicago. So the Chicago street race is happening. So if you're in Chicago and you see me say, hey, please. Uh, I love saying hi to people. Yeah. I've only ever been talked to a couple times. Yeah. One of them was actually at a race. Really? Yeah, I had someone come up to me and they're like, I know your voice. How do I know you? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm on YouTube, uh, T-Core, and I have a podcast. And they're like, that's it. I listen oh, wow. and watch. And so like, that was really cool. Um, so yeah, don't ever hesitate to come say hey, I promise. Or if you see Josh, you know, we're both pretty friendly people. So we would love it. Yeah, I might not look friendly 
<laughs> and especially in public, I'm I'm a pretty like introverted person, and I you know generally like sunglasses, hat. If it's winter, like I got a jacket on, cover you know. But I'm I'm a friendly person, so yeah. don't you know. Um, I'll talk. I'll talk if I need to, and I'm I'm pretty friendly. So yeah, it's so funny because it's one of those things that like I would love for people to come up and say like hey to me, but I think yeah. sometimes like. I have really bad, not arresting nice face as we're going to call it. Um, there you go. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not just like, I just look unfriendly. Like, you know, when people look focused, I think that's like, I just always look focused. And I promise like I'm not. Normally I'm probably thinking of a video <laughs> idea or like I'm thinking of a new like fun top. I don't know. Like I'm always like, my brain's always churning. So um, mm. please come up and say, hey, if you ever like mm-hmm. see one of us and, and whatnot, yeah. we'd love to say hey and take a picture. Okay, shall we? Uh, today I'm excited about today's podcast. It should be a different one. It's going to be a fresh take. Please let us know if you guys like this style. Um, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Shall we uh, hop in? Yeah, I'll yeah, read, yeah. I'll in. read uh, a podcast rating from Apple Podcast. If you okay. want to leave us a rating and review, please do. Helps our podcast out immensely, more than you know. Yeah. Also, um, uh, make sure you're subscribed wherever wherever you're getting your podcasts. If it's Apple oh, yeah. Podcast, Spotify, whatever, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You know, and your downloads are on, and the downloads are on, so you yes. you get us you get us right when it comes out. So this says amazing pod, and it's by Kitty Fine People. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, it says hi. I'm Evelyn, and I'm 11. Hi, Evelyn. Hi, Evelyn. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're still listening. Uh, she said, I have been listening for about three months now, and I love this pod and T-Core. My podcast idea is how do people have hair and skin color? Mm. That's a great question, Evelyn, and I actually have super good news for you. So, Evelyn, we actually did one. Uh, it's episode 39. Ooh, 39 it's way back in there but we titled it why your hair turns gray but it goes into all the details of hair color and skin color and how it's all related actually a super interesting podcast i'll be honest completely forgot we did that i thought you were gonna (laughs) say when you were like good news evelyn i thought you were gonna say we got one coming up we're gonna do it oh my gosh no but yeah, episode yeah. 39 on the random theory, all about hair color and skin color and how we get that pigment in our hair and skin. Super interesting. And she's been along around long enough to know to include a joke. Okay. Are all you right. ready? Yeah, hit me. All right. So a policeman in a big city stops a man in a car with a Siberian lynx in the front seat. Okay. Whoa, whoa. I would have so many questions. I, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so many whoa. questions if I was that police officer. They said, what are you doing with that Siberian lynx? He exclaimed, you should take it to the zoo. The following week, the same policeman sees the same man with the cat again in the front seat, with both of them wearing sunglasses. The policeman pulls him over. <laughs> I thought you were going to take the cat to the zoo. The man replied, I did. We had such a good time. We're going to the beach this weekend. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a roller coaster. <laughs> oh my word. That uh... <gasps> that was a roller coaster. 
<laughs> the best I, part is like I need to hear Evelyn tell this joke. I think Evelyn could deliver this so much better than I did. And in, I don't know if Evelyn, if you wrote this, if this is an original, please, please let us know. Yeah. Uh, why the choice of a, a Siberian lynx? I think it just adds to it and throws it off even more. It is, yeah. I mean, it is funny. Like, it's so bizarre. It's such a bizarre choice. It's so great. <laughs> it, I love it. Honestly, I'm going to say it. That's probably like one of the top 10 that I've heard so far. That's definitely top 10. Yeah. That was amazing. That might have been top five for me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, I I might say that too. Like, it was, I don't have a hard list because I don't either. Is, we've done 80 something episodes at this point. But no, we've done 109. Well, but those that includes snappy science. What should we do for the 100th? Let us know what you guys think we should do for the 100th episode. Yeah, please please do like email in, write in. If you have a really great idea, please write in. Let us know what we it. should do. Well, that was great. That was such a good rating and review. I've got an email from our email, uh, randomtheorypod at gmail.com. What you got? This is the pod topic for this week. Oh, here we go. This comes from Charlie. Hey, Charlie. They say, hey, guys. Recently, I and my brother have been arguing about if Thomas Edison or Nikola Tesla were more successful and changed the world. Who of those, I'm assuming is what they're, they're saying, who of those two were more successful and changed the world? I would love for this to be a pod topic. Thanks. Well, Charlie Spencer, this is for you. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, it's happening. Should we get into it right after this break? I think we should. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thomas Edison, Nikola Tesla. What is the disclaimer? The disclaimer is that basically, I, like when I was doing research, because so what we're doing is Grace is taking one side kind of, and I'm taking the other, roughly, right? Roughly. Doing a little bit of research, I was like, holy crap, there is so much to talk about with so much both human beings. Um, and so at least for, my, for me, what I wrote about Tesla is the one that I'm going to talk about. It is like base level, just like here's here's the here's some highlights, mm -hmm. uh, the spark notes, um, if you will. All, all I'm saying is, is like, don't write in upset that we didn't go in on these guys' lives because we would be here for like two hours talking. Oh yeah, I mean it's insane <laughs> what these guys did in their lifetime. Like I could never yeah. and will yeah. never. It's ridiculous. I, here's the thing with me on these two guys. Yeah. One of them had a very unfortunate. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like thing. And the other one, like he, like everyone just respected the snot out of him. So uh, 
It's yeah. kind of sad. Um, so <laughs> Thomas Edison, he is one of the most famous and prolific inventors of all time. Thomas Alva Edison exerted a tremendous influence on our modern life. He contributed to inventions like the incandescent light bulb, the photograph, motion picture cameras, as well as improving the telegram and telephone. And in his 84 years, he acquired an astonishing 1,093 patents. Wow. That's a lot. It's a ton. So, like, he wasn't just an inventor, though. Thomas Edison um, also managed to become a successful manufacturer and businessman, marketing his inventions to the public. So, he was a business liaison. He did partnerships. And corporations um, filled Edison's life. Yeah. Well, and that was... I was going to say the biggest thing I saw was, like, that was one of Edison's biggest strong points is he was, like... He had a business mind. He knew how to make a business and make some money. He was, I, I would argue that Thomas Edison was an inventor second. I think I would also say that from everything I, I read. Yeah. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I think Thomas Edison was brilliant. I might be arguing against him in this moment, but I think he was just such a fantastic businessman and knew just enough about engineering and electrical to make things better Therefore, marking him as someone that was a game changer, if you will. Yeah, he was a businessman first. And I think I think that's accurate. And and I think I'll talk about it later. But that was a massive difference with Tesla. (laughs) I mean, Thomas Edison applied for his first patent in 1868 when he was 21 years old. Wow, 21. And his first brainchild was a was for a device that recorded legislative votes. Like that's what an crazy. In- yeah, like what an interesting first thing that that's like where his brain was at. That's what he was doing. <laughs> but if you think about it, it makes so much sense because voting was such a big thing back then. And so it's like his business brain was like, how can I make money on this? Like how can I yeah. like make someone's life simpler with counting votes, yeah. but also like make money? He wasn't developing something that really had no real world use. He was like, what's yeah. a real thing that needs fixing? Yes. And I think that's a, like, this is another stark difference between the two. And like, after I, this, you can go with uh, Nicholas Tesla. Mm. But um, I think what's really interesting is Thomas Edison wasn't used, like, Tesla, I feel like, used abstract. I, he was very abstract, where I feel like Thomas Edison was not. Yeah, it was very, I mean, that's the thing, like, and that's why when you say, like, he was more business first and then inventor. Yeah. Is, yeah, I think his mindset was more like uh, real world practical use type stuff rather than like big picture thinking outside the box Mm -hmm. kind of things. All right. What you got for Nicholas Tesla? I did. I just it's very base level stuff. But if you dig into it, I mean, he kind of had a sad life. (laughs) And (laughs) I feel like a lot of it really stems from what we already said that like, you know, Edison had these inventions. But more importantly, he knew how to make a business and make money to support it. Yeah. And Tesla just didn't. He just could. He he that was not what he was good at. And it was not what he was focused on. So he had a lot of really brilliant ideas that either never saw the light of day because he had no money to to do them or 
he got an investor, but then and and they worked on some things, but then it just all fell apart because he didn't know how to run a business. And so then nothing ever came of it. I mean, he literally like I, I pulled up a Smithsonian article that like he died completely broke and just destitute like he had nothing <laughs> poor guy i know <laughs> i know um and so yeah it's just super his lab interesting. burnt down i think i read oh yeah yep his lab that was so like late in his career because he did find a little success he had a, a business partner george westinghouse yeah who i'll talk about a little bit later they they invented something together that was huge but they had some success but then yeah their whole lab like burned down all of his documents information notes all gone the guy just got a bad break yeah and so then he just like moved to a new i think he moved to um colorado or something and then that yeah, he just died like, like later colorado springs <laughs> or something yeah he and then just had nothing and he was broke and just that was the rest of his life um, so crazy but okay let me let me do give a little background on who this person was uh nikola tesla was born in modern day croatia in 1856 to an eastern orthodox priest father and very importantly an extremely creative mother who uh enjoyed making crafts and mechanical repairs around their house hmm, interesting um, and this is the very important thing about this person and why uh, like a, a massive reason why he was so brilliant uh, he was known to have an eidetic memory from a very young age, otherwise known as a photographic memory or total recall. What a lucky son of a gun. I know, right? <laughs> I know. I was like, ah, what a I wish lucky I had that. son of a gun. <laughs> when attending high school, he was actually able to perform extremely comp complicated calculus in his head, which made many of his teachers suspect that he was just cheating. I'm sure. I would think that too. <laughs> he finished his four-year uh, high school term in only three years and then went on to study at the Imperial Royal Technical College of Graz, which is in Austria. And he took nearly twice the amount of exams actually required to pass. Was he bored? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like from the, an early age, he was very clearly just brilliant yeah. and hmm. had an incredibly advanced mind. And so, yeah, he was just like the usual curriculum. He was bored and was taking as much as he could and trying to learn as much as he could. That's so crazy to me. From another thing I saw was it was actually a physics professor in his high school was the reason that he got interested in the thing, you know, mechanical engineering and sure, electrical yeah. engineering. That's um, awesome. That was what he kind of quoted as saying, like, that was the person that got me into this. Um, that's just like his, a little little background on who he was growing up and whatever. The whole Tesla Edison thing. Should we? Should I d dive into what I got there? Yeah, dive into it because I think this is a very okay. unique dynamic between these two characters and individuals. Right. The first thing I want to say, and this is I kind of referenced it earlier, and take this with a grain of salt because I only found one article on it. According to this article there might not actually be any evidence that either guy hated each other. Like there's nothing from from that time written down or whatever that suggested they had this big feud and hated each other. Or like it's been, you know, people talk about that they stole, stole each other's patents and inventions and just hated mm. each other. 
so I thought that was interesting. I want to include that just because like it's always interesting to think about the other side and you know like yeah absolutely just because because that's the thing I feel like everyone's always heard of this feud of Edison versus Tesla and you know yeah. DC power versus AC power and whatever and because because that was the other thing is I feel like most of the stuff I saw because there are a lot of things like you know Tesla worked for Edison for or for, for, for a period and he left and started his own power company I think it was called like the Tesla power company or something Mm -hmm. and used Edison's patent guy to try to file his own patent so it it was like it felt like there was a lot of things that it's like if you add them all up yeah it looks like there's some shady business going on but it also could just it could just be like two guys in the same industry uh that you know had a lot of crossover and whatever I'm sure there is a little something something there like you know they might not have gotten along they might have had creative differences as yeah. we say now well and so one thing i found and this was from a like that smithsonian article mm-hmm. is like even if they didn't like hate each other it wasn't a big feud it, it was like you know both yeah. these guys were not the most personable people shocking but tesla specifically thought quite highly of himself and wasn't afraid oh, to tell people. Um, interesting. And in that same vein, he also wasn't afraid to poke fun at his contemporaries like Thomas Edison. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had this quote from the article talking about Thomas Edison, and he said, quote, if Edison had a needle to find in a haystack, he would proceed at once with the diligence of the bee to examine straw after straw until he found the object of his search. I was a sorry witness of such doing that a little theory and calculation would have saved him 90% of his labor. So, yeah, basically saying, like, if he would have just used a little theory and and math, it could have saved him a lot of time, Um, but he didn't, you know... So what kind of theory like, is Nicholas Tesla going to use and a little bit of math <laughs> is he going to use to find a needle in a haystack? That feels like a video if you ask me. That does kind of feel like a video actually. I don't know if I agree with I don't know what the theory there would be or the calculation but I guess yeah. he thought he thought there was something and he wasn't afraid to kind of make fun of Edison and say that. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure there was obviously a little rivalry, a little something, something there. Absolutely. So, so the big thing, like, what, what did, why does he even matter, right? Like, why, why do people talk about him? Why is he in this versus battle? What does he do? What do he do? So, the biggest invention, and the real reason for the battle between Tesla and Edison, um, is. Tesla's invention or really co-invention with George Westinghouse who I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. of AC or alternating current power. Yes. Tesla invented the first alternating current motor and developed AC generation and transmission technology. Very importantly, and this is this is the killer ace argument for why Tesla is so inf- influential and, and important today. AC power systems still remain the global standard for power transmission to this day. Which so, is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So what he invented, what he pioneered and developed is still used to get power to your house. 
yeah. or businesses or whatever. It that is that is still the system that is used. AC That's power insane alternating current. Yeah, yeah. It, they called it the War of the Currents. Yeah, because like I said, Edison had DC power, um, which is direct current. Direct current, and then Tesla developed AC power alternating current mm-hmm. and I did see I don't know if you talked about this like Edison's big thing was talking about how dangerous AC power was because it this is, is. kind of crazy <laughs> yes and he went so far as to have it used as a execution for a prisoner who was on death row yeah to show like how I, like basically to show how efficient and how deadly it was yes in killing someone to try and say like hey this should not be the thing we use because look at how yeah. quickly it killed this person it, because ac power and like we don't need to get into like the specifics of power i mean we did that podcast on power before mm-hmm. i don't remember what episode that was but it is used to transmit basically transfer a large amount of power quickly like that's why yeah. it works so well to transfer power to like houses and businesses is because you know you're transmitting a large high voltage amount of power very quickly over a long period or a long distance or whatever yeah did you read that tesla actually countered that publicly like that how edison killed someone with ac power like a prisoner he countered it publicly subjecting himself to 250,000 volt shock to demonstrate yeah. ac safety yeah yeah which and altered him winning the fight in ac over dc sorry i didn't know if you were getting there but that to me is like just like mind boggling like, well, yeah, all, all of that stuff. I mean, like, it is so mind boggling. And it's like, no, it is no shock that people are like, oh, well, clearly they had a feud. Like, they're both yeah. they're killing people and like electrocuting themselves to try and prove a point. <laughs> like, um, but so the big thing with Tesla, so obviously he invented AC power and that was huge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he also bettered DC. True. I mean, when he when he worked for Edison, like they didn't they like worked together and and made it better, right? Yeah, that's the reason Thomas Edison hired him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wanted to make his, his DC, yeah, his direct current stronger and better. Yeah. And then Tesla wanted more money, and Edison was like, "No." And then <laughs> Tesla quit. But so then the big the big problem with Tesla. Because he also, so AC current was his big thing, but Mm -hmm. he also, I mean, he made advancements in x-ray technology. Um, He was was one of the first to create an x-ray image, which I saw a picture of. It's of his hand. He x-rayed his hand. And the quote was literally like he said, being like little burning pins or something as he subjected himself to this uh wavelength of of energy or whatever sure yeah um but so he made advancements in that field and then he also invented and developed uh radio remote control technology can you imagine your life without a remote without that i mean obviously like you have the very obvious like a tv remote control or you know a remote control car or whatever but 
I would argue without that technology, without that advancement, you know, you wouldn't have like Bluetooth. So like AirPods, nope. headphones, yeah. you know, headphones. You wouldn't have yep. that. That wouldn't that wouldn't have got invented. You know, Tesla was making all of these really like big breakthroughs. Yeah. But that was but part of his problem is he was what seemed like just a like a big picture dreamer you know like he Mm -hmm. he shot for the moon and again like did not concern himself with like well how can i make money what can i do to make it like financially viable yeah yeah tesla was very much kind of this like crazy creative free thinker Mm -hmm. and edison was more of the businessman and yeah uh, and and so unfortunately nikola tesla you know he invented all these things he had all these amazing uh inventions and breakthroughs but none of them supported him and so he basically lost it all none of them supported him because he like he needed a marketing agent like, he needed everything he needed, he needed yeah yeah he needed someone to take his inventions and be and pitch them essentially because like yeah. he him pitching them himself like just no one bought into it. Yeah, he just didn't know how to do that. Like how to pitch mm-hmm. them and how to make them. I mean, that's the thing. Like as far as this like creative free thinker guy, you know, his way to say, "Hey, AC current is safe" was by electrocuting <laughs> himself publicly. Like that's such Which a big <laughs> Crazy. you know big crazy like thing but that was what he thought would be the best thing to do it's insane um, to me it didn't it's not that it didn't work i mean like i said obviously ac power we're still using it um yeah none of it worked for him basically no no it didn't and and by the end of his life he had nothing really so no. very sad it is very sad yeah, I, I that's all I have really on Tesla. Okay. Um, okay. So let's let's hear about his his enemy, mortal enemy. I I actually have so much respect for Tesla that he n- didn't like stop. He didn't stop creating. He didn't stop like chasing after his dreams. He didn't stop yeah. like doing this thing because the thing that I I noticed a trend with Thomas Edison. And I didn't realize it until like now when I had done my research on him is. Thomas Edison didn't really like come up with anything new. He was just yeah. a pig- he was a piggybacker. Thomas Edison was very much like a uh, almost like an investor with actual money but also and then also like he was he was smart and and yeah. an inventor, but it was like he he found an idea that then he could make better. Yes. Or exactly. like further whereas yes. Tesla like I said, he was just like this crazy free thinker who was pulling new ideas out of nowhere. Yeah. And just like, I wonder if we could make that work and trying it and some worked, but yeah. It's it crazy. Super interesting. So with with me on this rant of Thomas Edison being who he is, uh, Samuel Morse invented the, the telegraph in 1830 and in 1840 made it possible for the first time to communicate over long distances and the device had its own backdrop so an operator had to listen to incoming dots and dashes in morse code in which the slowed messages to a speed of 25 to 40 words per minute so a british Mm. system for automatically printing code and ink on paper was only achieving um, 120 words tops Pretty so slow. then, yeah, super slow. So now <laughs> you have 
uh, Thomas Edison come in uh, in like 1870 and okay. he creates this vastly superior system in which the telegraph receiver utilizes a metal stylus to mark chemically treated paper which then could run through a typewriter like device it would capture the recording up to a thousand words a minute and which made it possible to send long messages very quickly wow he would take something that already existed but make it better Make it way better. Yeah. Make it way better. So with Al- Alexander Graham Bell, who patented the telephone in 1876, mm-hmm. but Edison, with his knack for building upon others' inventions, found a way to improve Bell's transmitter, which was limited to how far apart phones could be by weak electrical current. So Edison got the idea of using a battery to provide current on the phone line and to control its strength by using carbon to vary the resistance. Mm. So it's really interesting, like Thomas Edison's background with him, like knowing about electricity, knowing about how it works, just really allowed him to continue to just like apply this, basically the same electrical things over and over and over again and make things better. It is very much like it seems like when I said like he sounds like an investor who just found all these little things and was like, Mm -hmm. let me just put my knowledge and money towards it and we'll make it a little better. To do that, he designed a transmitter uh, in which a small piece of lamp black, which is black carbon made from soot, was placed behind the diaphragm. And when someone spoke into the phone, the sound waves moved the diaphragm and the pressure on the lamp black changed. And then Edison later replaced the black lamp with gran- granules made from coal, which is a basic design that was used in the 1980s. Uh, how crazy is all of this... Like hearing about this kind of stuff like that, like uh, lamp black with black carbon made from soot. And then I don't it, you know, know all how this, you discover this stuff. Like, like ni- <laughs> 1870 is when this was like 1876 was when this was going down. Like, that's yeah, but like crazy. what else did you it's crazy. But also like what else did you have to do back then? Nothing. Yeah, so like it it makes sense that they were, yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) Like, yeah, they weren't trying, like the to do list wasn't just like survive anymore. I mean, it kind of was, but like, that's true. People had time to do more free thinking, like to experiment, to try new things. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, it was no longer, well, I need to live. Yeah. It was like, well, okay, I've, I've lived for today. What else can I do with my brain today? Exactly. And that's, this is what, some big thinkers were thinking about, I guess. Mm -hmm. So contrary to popular belief, Edison didn't actually invent the incandescent light bulb. Ooh. (gasps) Shocking. Gasp. Big gas. Um, (laughs) But he invented and marketed a design that was the first to be a long lasting enough to be practical for widespread use. So like, We've talked about this before, like how like so many people were at this race against the clock to figure out how to make the light bulb better and safer Yeah, because what they were using was sketchy. (laughs) (laughs) Edison was one of a half dozen who were putting the elements of viable lighting systems together in those years. And since Edison was late to the race, he benefited from all his processors and rivals. Shocking uh, that he used what they had done. To get to a better spot. He just came in and made it the best. And, yeah. You know, exactly. Edison, Edison to me, I'm like just hearing this and the, the, you know, using benefited from predecessors and rivals. 
Edison to me, I'm getting like real Apple vibes right now. Real Apple vibes. You know, where yes. it's like yes. everyone always makes fun of Apple because it's like they announce a feature and people are like, oh, I had that on my Samsung whatever 10 years ago. Yeah. But when Apple does it, they generally are do it the best and they have learned from everyone's past attempts at it. Nikola Tesla is like the Samsung yeah, and Thomas Edison is the <laughs> Apple. That is such a good comparison. He comes in and makes it clean, makes it yep. nice, and makes it profitable. It's and so crazy. Yeah, like Tesla's the smaller startup that's like just trying anything. <laughs> it's really just trying. In the late 1870s, Thomas Edison designed a vacuum bulb in which a metal filament could be heated to create light. So one night and after an absentmindedly rolling between his fingers a piece of lamp black, like we just talked about before, the material he used in his telephone receiver, he got an idea for switching to a carbonized filament. And after initially using carbonized cardboard, he began experimenting with other materials and eventually settled on bamboo. Ah, carbonized bamboo. Yes, yeah. Which we talked about this before, um, but it's it's long fibers make it way more durable. Eventually, the combination of bamboo filament and an improved vacuum pump that removed air more effectively enabled Edison to increase the lifetime of a bulb to approximately 1,200 hours, making him the father of the light bulb. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Like It is huge. Light bulbs are everywhere and have been have been since he did that yeah so. they've been everywhere like they changed the game for so many people and you know yeah. i mean there's so many other things uh as well that are just really interesting truthfully um i mean he had a power supply station here in new york city and all kinds of yeah. things so i mean he was a very well connected and established man you mentioned one thing i was going to say that i had seen because this is kind of an interest of mine was, you know, you talked about, I think you mentioned that he had innovations in motion picture cameras. Yes. And so, yeah, I mean, he was one of the first to create a motion picture camera and, and he, he owned a whole company at one point that made Which is so crazy movies. Yeah. And, and this is the fact that I had seen this just so like, weird but cool yeah so back in that time they did not have lights that were bright enough big enough that could light an indoor set oh. um to be able to expose the film sure. so they used sunlight but obviously if you're using sunlight you know the sun moves so that only works for right. a certain time of day so edison built and had invented and built a basically like revolving building that could follow, follow the, the sun. Yeah, would follow the sun so that they could film the entire day. This man and, strikes me yeah. someone that was just like so obsessed with like the one thing he was focusing on, like making it the best it could be. Like that's crazy to me. Like he would drill into something and be like, we're going to make this the best and most efficient thing possible. Yeah, seriously though. This is this is what we got like to like wrap it up, right? Like that is the difference between the two guys is that was Edison's mindset of like 
I'm gonna take this thing, a lot of a lot of which were previously existing things. Yeah. I'm gonna take this thing and I'm gonna make it the most efficient and best version that will also probably be the most like financially beneficial to him. Right. Yeah. And Tesla was more sitting there like, I'm gonna let me sit down with my dream journal and come up with these crazy <laughs> yeah. ideas and then try and make them a reality. But not Seriously, at all. Though. Not at all thinking about like, how do I make it the best version of that thing? It was more about like, let me explore these big, crazy ideas. Yes, very much so. And yeah, I mean, like, I don't know about you, but for me, I don't think I don't think either one is more influential to the modern day. Like, I think both guys, I mean, clearly, like the things that they did, had they not done it, we would not be where we are. As a Very much human so. race. <laughs> Completely agree with that. Yeah. Like, I think both had massive influences on Huge. the modern world. Huge. I'm taking the easy way out and saying, I don't, I'm not picking a side <laughs> here. All right. Well, I'll pick a side here. Okay. Uh, okay. I think Thomas Edison has done fantastic things. Mm-hmm. And he had fantastic advances. But like if I had to pick a team, I think I would be on Nikola Tesla's team. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just because like I, I just feel for the poor guy. Like <laughs> I, I think no one took him seriously. I and yeah. I think the one of the big problems is, is like I might get some slack for this, but like Thomas Edison was like such a big name back then that like if he didn't like you and like you weren't on his side, no one was gonna be in your corner. So Yeah. I think he kind of got absolutely crapped on um, because he wasn't like besties with Thomas Edison and like not an inventor. And I think also Thomas Edison wanted to be the best back then. Obviously, it's very clear. And Nikola Tesla was able to rival that. And so I think that like he very much got shut down like along the way by Thomas Edison and like his people. Yeah, I mean, it's like the example we said, like very much Thomas Edison was the massive juggernaut apple of the day and tesla was the little Mm spinoff trying to you know do things a different way and trying to do something shut out trying yeah yeah, trying to do something in in that process coming up with some incredible things that have changed the world it's truly truly incredible uh well that is our pod let us know in uh the comments on youtube if you're watching us on youtube or if you are listening to us send us an email tell us what team you're on um, yeah. and what side you're on and if we miss anything or if you agree or disagree with us um, yeah. and if you have any other questions like this about you want us to debate and talk about let us know because I think this could be kind of interesting to do yeah I think it was fun to kind of take the two different sides and, and talk about them like this yeah. I think that's cool you can leave us a rating and review uh, on Apple Podcasts uh, make sure you are subscribed and if you can't mm-hmm. reach us there because you're listening to us on Spotify or somewhere else Josh what's our email address send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com also you, you can it. subscribe you can subscribe on Spotify and you can yes. leave a rating so leave, leave us a rating, a rating. Leave us a but, rating. Leave us a rating. <laughs> but if you want to say, if you want to drop a podcast topic or something, send us that email. All right, science pals. I'm going to go turn my lights on and off in my house. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, lick a nine volt battery. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, friends. See you next week. Bye. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.